All right. So, uh, everybody, welcome to a couple bonus episodes of uh, the Telltale Hunt. We're going back to Baltimore for this one. The year's 2021. The day I'll just pull... when I thought I was free, I've yep. been pulled back in. <laughs> uh, the day I'll pull a random day out of my ass. I'll pull today's date out of my ass. It's May the 15th, 2021. Makes it real easy to look up what the weather was like in Baltimore today. What an oddly specific day. We're gonna jump right into it, and I'm going to... You know what? Ask who wants to go first for their morning stuff. Can I just say, it's really fucked that I get assault rifle as a gear option. <laughs> yeah, it is! Alright, well, I can go first. Alright. Wake up. Get out of bed. Drag a comb across my head. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm with you so far. Keep going. Mm -hmm. Is that a song lyric? Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> and, uh... Yeah, just regular morning stuff. Take a shower. Eat a good breakfast. Dress up in fine pants and waistcoat. The coat part of my three-piece suit is still on its hanger waiting for me to go out, because for right now, at least, uh, it's a day of studying. Alright, um... I basically live out of the back of a bookstore. One of those old-fashioned bookstores where the owner doesn't want anybody to actually come in, because it's really just an excuse to be surrounded by books all day. <laughs> and it used to be in Chicago, but now it's in Baltimore. Somehow. <laughs> Uh, all right, yeah. Um, Earth Elemental owed me a favor. There we go. Uh, so yeah, you there's you just do your basic morning stuff. Uh, the owner d ba barely even acknowledges you leaving. Uh, he's already reading a book. Um, how early do you? Get I up? am the owner. Oh, oh, you are the owner. Okay, never mind. I th I thought you were going someplace different with that. All right. Um. One of the apprentice duties is to actually man the counter every once in a while, keep up appearances. <laughs> uh, hey, speaking of the apprentice, does the apprentice want to be doing that duty for today? Uh, I don't know how good of a presence I am at the counter, considering I am unshaven, unbathed, and I'm wearing the same clothes as I was yesterday, because I live out of my fucking van. You did hear the part about just an excuse, right? Yeah, I know. And I, I've told, I've told you multiple times you can use the shower. Look, <laughs> look. Either way, if I'm just an excuse, I'm a pretty bad one. But sure, I'll be present. All right. Yeah. So, listen. The, the more people you can drive away, the better. We're not actually looking for customers who want books. Well, perfect, then. But do shower. <laughs> I'll have to lock the front door. Alright, so, uh, uh, Johannes, is that how you pronounce it? Yes. Okay, Johannes, go ahead and describe, what, uh, aside from what you just described, uh, is there anything else about your character that you would like to, uh, describe physically? Not particularly. I'm a pretty generic individual. Okay. I have 
fallen far from the flaming flagrancies of my carnival days. All right. And then let's go uh, to our third character, uh, Don Rhodes. Don, what are you doing this fine morning? Oh, uh, how early is it? I don't know. I, I would imagine pretty early because Bobbin just described like waking up and doing the morning stuff and opening the store. So, well, opening. Big fire quotes there. Oh, yeah, 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 no. Well, the sun's up, so I'm out of the house. And, uh, uh I'm just prowling the streets. I am mostly reformed, but that doesn't mean that I'm not looking for side work. Right. Early in the morning is the best time to break into a place. Nobody expects you to do it in the early morning. Yeah, they expect no, you to do it at night. Right. Um. So if you want to try and roll in, uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to, then you can go ahead and uh, I would say probably I would love to start trouble before we even begin. Oh, oh yeah. I oh would, yeah. I would love nothing more, Colin, than to start trouble. <laughs> so, uh, if you want, you can go ahead and read a bad situation. Uh, I mean, I have a specific thing I can roll to burglarize things. Well, but... I was, I was thinking that you might want to do it for, uh, for like scouting the place out for casing the joint. Sure, sure, sure. I rolled a six. You roll the six. Uh, go ahead and mark the experience points. What a face. <laughs> what a face. <laughs> Christ, I didn't know that it actually did that. That's yeah. a lot. Yeah, it, they, they have different images for uh, for for uh, failures, partial successes, full successes, and advanced successes. Uh, that's not going to be distracting. <laughs> I... I want to see what the other faces look like. Okay, fair enough. That's not going to completely take us out of the experience when we are in the middle of a climactic dramatic event. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um so all right, you can't you can't ask any questions. So, uh, that's that's as much as I'm going to punish you for. So you, d you don't get like any bonuses to do to doing that. So, if you want to just go ahead and roll burglar, which is one of your uh, special moves as the crooked yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> Burglar with sharp by default. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> I rolled a five. You're having right. a bad day. You are having a bad day. So you start moving into uh, a house and you don't notice as you start just like walking into the back door there's a uh, tall elf um wearing basically a suit uh blonde <laughs> blonde uh he's got some knives tucked under his uh his his vest um he's got well, he doesn't have the uh quiver there that would just be silly to bring a bow in, into this situation because well, i was gonna call him like us <laughs> but um you walk in you open the door, you close the door, you turn around, and he's just st standing there looking right at you, just, like, staring down at you with, like, a kind of a scowl on his face. And he goes, Excuse me, 
What the? What are you doing here? What are you doing here? Oh, I was just leaving. Uh huh. N- no. Uh, <laughs> so if he's going to move to grab you by the shoulder, uh, if you want to try and avoid him, I need you to roll me act under pressure. Okay. Well, maybe maybe I can do that. That would be maybe cool. Literally. <laughs> There we go. Rolled an eight. You rolled an eight. Oh, Jesus Christ, these pictures. <laughs> so on eight, you get a worse outcome, hard choice, or price to pay. You realize now you are walking into an active crime scene as you like look around. Like you since you came in the back door, they hadn't gotten around to like securing securing everything yet. So, like, they they secured the front entrance, and they were on their way to secure the back entrance, and they just hadn't done so yet. So, the worst outcome is, you're going to get away from this guy, but um, he is immediately going to be, like, he immediately just pulls out his cell phone and calls the regular-ass police because they just had a B&E at a fucking crime scene. <laughs> so Interesting start to my day. Yeah. I'm glad my opportunity to start trouble literally uh, just immediately escalated into wanted by the police. (laughs) All right. It's around this time, Jeremiah, that um, between your like wandering around and like just are, are you even trying to like do detective work at this point in the day or are you just trying to like get breakfast people come to me with problems i don't go actively out searching for trouble all right i could be following up on something that i was tasked with prior to the start of the game okay in which case i would have dragged my apprentice along with me to uh you know get some work experience sure well, this way it involves both of you. How do, how do people get in contact with you when they want to find you when you're out like this? Is there any special way like they can summon you or? Well, they come into the store. They uh, ring a bell. And if they ask for me by name, I can hear it regardless of where I am in the building and can come to the counter to talk with them. All right, sure. Uh, so, Johannes, you see someone walking in. And uh, they look around like they're a little lost. And they come up to the desk and they go, Are, um, are you that, that guy who does the private eye work? Uh, no, but I work for the guy that does the private eye work. Okay, where's Hi. that bell? Where's, where's that bell I got to ring? Uh, it, you... You don't. I'm here. Okay. That's only necessary if I'm not here. Okay. Sit tight. It is just right there on the counter, though. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I like to. I'm. I am trying to while away the hours here, so I. I will take an excuse to get out from behind the counter and walk to the other side of the room. Yeah, I am also, you know, clarifying for Colin. Yeah. No, but like he doesn't know if it's like a special bell you have to ring. It's just he's just heard there's a bell you have to ring. But I will go fetch Jeremiah myself. Hey, uh, boss, we got a client. You got a client. 
Hmm. All right. Uh, you know me by name? Uh, J- Jeremiah, right? All right, that's good enough. <laughs> when you when you walk out, you see a young man who's um who looks to be a bit on the demonic side. He's got the horns. He's got the tail. He's got a uh, an odd skin hue. Uh, I'll we'll say like a sort of like pastel purple ish uh, teeth. Obviously, sort of like a tiefling type. You'd rather bury the lead on that one, Johannes. I mean, look, it's Baltimore. It's, it's not. It's also not unusual for a lot of fey individuals to go around unglamored these days. All right. Welcome to the shop of Jeremiah Bosco. Magical consultations, problem solver, mage about town. Uh, yeah, um, listen, I, I need your services. Uh, I'm pretty sure a friend of mine was murdered last night, and while the DHEA says they'll take care of it, you know, it's, it's the police, essentially. They, DHEA is a little bit better than the police with their track record, but I still don't trust them. It's a coin flip. Yeah. I mean, it's better than 2%, but still, yeah. All right. And you think that a uh, wizard can uh, find some more information in this case? Yeah, probably. Uh, I mean, I'm not that particularly skilled at solving crimes. I, I work in a mall, so, like, I'm not a particularly great crime solver. If you need customer service, I'm your guy, but like you've um... That's fine, that that's fine. You are aware of my fee? Uh yeah. Uh I know humans usually take money. Uh with with Faye sometimes it's a little more esoteric, but you, you take the money, right? Just regular money. Mm. I've got a four figure consultation fee. But I also accept rare books probably get you a rare book yeah um how about this i'll put a deposit down for for the for the consultation fee and if i can't like find you a book that you like i'll just pay the rest uh when when you finish the job all right hey colin hmm uh is this guy uh running something on us is he playing us in any way no, he is not playing you in any way. Um, I know you have like okay. a little, you have like a little trinket that like activates when somebody's running a scam on you. But no, that is uh not what is happening here. Okay, just want to make sure. Okay. Um, so do you want like a check or? Yeah. Okay. That works uh, best for this sort of uh, deposit situation. All right. Um, he pulls out his checkbook and he writes out yeah. the. I think we can fast forward to the yeah. to the he, location now. Yeah, he, he writes you the appropriate check. Um and he gives you the location and wouldn't you know it, uh there's there's a bunch of DHEA vans parked out front, uh specifically Ravens Division. Um they've got that nice little Ravens sigil on them. Um and you see a couple uh 
people wandering around the house specifically. Good. We should be able to talk our way into this one. And also, a tall elf, uh, blonde hair, has some knives under his uh, his vest. Uh, he looks up at he looks up at you two approaching, and he just makes a face of, "Oh no, not again." What's this dude's name? Harold James. Harry, keep bumping into each other. It's Harold, and yes, we do. All right, I. I think I think my job at this point is to get my boss into the building, which means uh, I'm gonna kind of like get up in Harold's face. Okay. Like, hey, Harold, hi, how you doing? You, I know you've got the whole like Elven Infinite Youth thing going on, but you look like you haven't been sleeping well. Am I reading that right? You. It is starting to show on your face. Please get to the point. That's, there's no point here. I'm I'm making conversation. Your local law enforcement, we're uh, something kind of adjacent to that. I'm I'm doing a move here. Okay, what what are you doing? What move are you doing? I am doing what my big class move, making money. I have a lot of practice with bamboozling people. I want to mess with somebody, so I'm going to roll plus charm. And if I get a 10 plus, they don't know what's going on, and they overlook something of my choice. Okay, yeah, go for it. Wow. Wow. Uh, you know what? I, I'm going to force this situate this string of failures to break. I'm spending one of my two luck points. Okay. Uh, for the record, for the people listening, um, because these are this is a shorter campaign, uh, I am ruling that these guys get two luck points a session. They can spend it however they get see fit. They are they don't get doomed for spending all their luck. Um, but it they only get two a session. It resets at the start of next session, et cetera, et cetera. So, we have ways of assisting each other's roles in this system. Yeah. Yes. Uh, there it is, is a basic move called help out. You roll plus cool. On a hit, they get a plus one to the roll. On a partial success, a seven to nine, your help draws unwanted attention to yourself. All right. Just for the record, I do have plus one in cool. So if you want to try and help out, if you want to spend your life, I'm not going to stop you. I the problem is is that exposing yourself to trouble or danger, if you roll a seven to nine, is the opposite of what I want because I'm trying to get you in clean. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm just going to take it. That's a, that's actually a twelve. I got it. Okay. So so Harold doesn't realize what's happening, and he is going to overlook Jeremiah's entry onto the scene. All right. Yeah, no, I'm uh, just strolling right on past like I belong here. It's 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 and it's not even that he's opening up to you. He's just super insistent. No, I know you're trying to pull something. I'm not going to fall for it. Meanwhile, he's 100% falling for it by focusing on you. Trick me. I got my eye on you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, Jeremiah, you uh you are in. Um, I'm going to say with that 12 for uh for Johannes's um role I will allow you to completely avoid all the other uh DHEA guys walking around in um and 
trying to solve st- stuff out, uh, trying to suss things out. They've probably seen me around enough crime scenes to know that this happens frequently, and unless they get direct orders to, they don't stop me from wandering on and looking for clues and such. Right, and the guy who currently would be giving that direct order uh, is currently being bamboozled. So it doesn't take you long to find the victim. I'm not even going to make you roll for it. That would be completely ridiculous because it's a fairly small house and the trail of DHEA agents basically leads you directly to it. Um, It's in the bathroom and what you see is a young woman uh, looks to be about in her 20s with dyed dark hair with like purple highlights on it. Um, She's not dressed in the picture that I have in the handout because she was still getting ready for her day. Uh, But she, so she's like in like pajamas and stuff and she's just basically laying on her side in a pool of blood with like weird cuts all over her body. All right. At this moment, I think I would like to roll one of my special moves, which is Dark Past. Okay. When you trawl through your memories for something relevant to the case at hand, roll plus weird. On a 10 plus, ask the keeper two questions from the list below. On a 7 to 9, ask one. On a miss, you can ask a question anyway, but it will also mean that you were personally complicit in creating the situation you are now dealing with. Okay. All right. I got a seven for one question. Okay. So, do I know anyone who might be behind this? There's a couple um, choices that might be going on. With with the way that the cuts are, it could be that these were magically inflicted cuts using some sort of weird, fucked up, dark magic stuff. So, because like some of these cuts are like down to the bone. Um. Oof. Yeah. Uh. Some. There's also a couple different monsters that could do this with their claws. Uh, it's uh, it's fair. They the cuts are fairly clean-ish, so it looks like they whoever did this might be doing this with that. Um, they would have to have like needle claws. Yes, essentially, there are some urban legends that could potentially do this, but you don't have enough information in front of you to get a 100% definitive answer, but you have eliminated a bunch of non-possibilities. Well, it's enough to go on to start researching back uh, back home. Mm-hmm. What, what has happened to Dawn by this point, though? Oh, yeah. Let's go back to Dawn. Uh, Dawn, where did you run to? Ah. <sighs> I'm sure I've got a place, but I'm trying to think of an answer that is narratively interesting. Uh, I I will say this. There are... Since Baltimore... Since the whole magic stuff came out into the open, um, the landscape of Baltimore has changed quite a bit. There are several werewolf dens that are open and known to not be very friendly towards the police. Uh, there are several vampire dens as well, but um, they, they're they not very friendly towards humans. And, like, worst comes to worst, you can always, like, hop in your car and go visit your uh, your your devil friend. 
who lives in an abandoned church near Ellicott City, which is a which is a suburb of uh, Baltimore. It's to the north. I think it's to the north. He basically just suggested you could go visit your landlord. <laughs> like, dude is basically making me pay rent on my own soul right now. Yes, but he's also extremely powerful and would keep things off of you. Why? It's in his best interest if I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. I, I'd probably go to ground somewhere that is not friendly to the police. Uh, I really actually like the idea of Dawn, most fucking magically inept person in the world, just like laying low amongst a bunch of werewolves. Yeah, yeah, okay. We'll, we'll say that you run into like a den of werewolves that are like based out of a uh, out of a repair garage, like a car garage. They uh, they do like repair work and body work and stuff. Uh, they are probably also a chop shop. On the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know Donnie and his crew. Yeah. Uh, th- thank you. You gave me a name. You come in and Donnie is, uh, is it's not night, so it's harder for them to maintain, like, hybrid and wolf form, so he's in his uh, human form. And he goes, Don, you in trouble again? Uh, uh, yeah. Turns out, um, mm, classic luck. I walked into an active crime scene. He just he just chuckles and shakes his head and he moves over and he like claps you on the shoulder. He's like, come on, we'll have we'll help you lay low for a couple hours. We'll give up eventually. Yeah. Thanks, man. Uh don't uh, don't tell anybody that this happened. Oh, I'm telling everybody that this happened. Oh You come into my you come into my house and tell me that don't tell anybody, I'm telling everybody. Donna, you're gonna be the death of me. <laughs> No, I think you're going to be the death of you if you keep doing <laughs> operating the way you operate. Uh, yeah, I got to make some calls. All right, yeah, you go. Uh, you go ahead and make make those calls. Uh, if if the pigs come around, uh, we didn't see you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do either of you own cell phones? Yes. No. <laughs> It's really funny. It's really funny to me to call Jeremiah and be like, "Did you know that there is a active crime scene that the Ravens are investigating at such and such location?" <laughs> Just so Jeremiah can be like, "Yes, I am there right now." <laughs> now, yep, I'm on top of it. Do you mean that literally? At the moment, step step. Not anymore. <laughs> cool, fantastic. Right. Well, I I don't think that this is going to be... I don't think that information is very useful, then. You let me know if you need to break in anywhere. I'm kind of wanted by the police right now. Again. Again. Need a place to lay low? No, no, no. I'm I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm, uh, I'm hanging out with some werewolves, you know? All right. Have a have a good one. Uh, let me know. Let me know if you need my help. <laughs> well, I'm following up on something right now. Could be I might need to get somewhere I'm not supposed to go, and talking to a tired elf won't be enough. 
I just tried to ingratiate myself into every case that you guys that you guys have to you guys undertake. Not necessarily out of the goodness of my heart, but just so the opportunity that I might find something really worthwhile to steal. <laughs> well, I am aware of your value since you stole the Librum Hermes Trismegustus for me. Yeah, thingamajig. Okay. So then, uh, we'll, we'll go back to uh, Johannes and Harold H- just looks at you and goes, listen, I'm telling you, I'm not going to fall for it. He looks around and he's like, God damn it, I fell for it. Uh, yeah, okay, so now that we've established that and I can turn off a little bit, I, I want to show you this. I reach into my pocket and I pull out a small makeup kit. You got those bags under your eyes. I know those are difficult for elves. I can help you out. Just hold still. Let me take care of it. I promise I won't make you look like a clown. I was trusting you right up until that point where you said the thing about the clown. And now I'm worried. Look, look, I know clowns and I know how to make someone not a clown. I swear to God, if you make me look like a clown, I'm going to put out a warrant for your arrest. I don't. It's it's you you know that he's joking. He would not abuse his power like that, um, especially this close to DC, where you know his direct like his boss's 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 boss can come down here and be like, "Hey, cut that shit out." But he still goes like, "I'm I'm going to put a warrant out for your arrest. I don't even care what it's for." And he leans in so that way you can uh, so that way you can try and get rid of the bags under his eyes. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I didn't expect him to take me up on it, but I'll do it. I mean, you got you you technically got a twelve. He will do whatever you want. <laughs> I am not going to make him look like a clown. Okay. Of course not. Clowns take that very seriously. It's all copyrighted on eggs. <laughs> I'm sorry. Clowns draw their face makeup on eggs, and those eggs are stored in a like a registry. Then that's how clowns like copyright their specific clown makeup what style. I'm not fuck? making this up. I did not know that. I believe you. I wish I, that you were. I. Well, yeah. Otherwise, everybody could be bozo. <laughs> because you God. know, the makeup covers every facial feature. You could be anyone under that. Huh. There's some extremely well-drawn clown eggs too. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, uh, so is there anything else you want to do aside from apply makeup to this poor, tired man's face? No, I'm, I'm just hanging out until the boss gets back. All right. Uh, I, I, my, my sharp is non-existent. Okay. So, uh, so is it's there, like I can be investigating a crime scene. All right, is there anything else that um that Jeremiah would like to do while he's at the crime scene? Yes, I would like to find her personal phone and use magic to unlock it so I can get her contact list. All right, uh, go ahead and roll use magic then. That is plus weird. That is. What? Use magic move are you doing that would allow you to do that? Well, um... I would say that you can do one thing that is beyond human limitations and, like, recreate her fingerprint on on your thumb and she just used the uh, fingerprint yeah, or, or communicate with something that you do not share a language with in order to basically ask the phone, what's your password? 
I've never even thought of using it that way. I was gonna make that exact fucking oh, line of reasoning too. That's very good. That's actually very good. Okay, yeah, uh, partial success. Um, so you have to choose a glitch. Um, so which glitch do you want to choose? The effect has a limited duration, a short duration. Okay, so maybe so... I only get the the first few contacts before it just locks again. Sure. So, do you want to get her name as well, or as well as a couple of contacts, or are you going for for uh, straight for contacts? Contacts. I can just ask one of the people here what her name is. Oh, She's at home. Fair enough. You can feel that the magic is not going to last very long. So, um, you go through. You find a go, couple of. I go to the. I go to her text list and uh, basically pick up the contact information of everyone she's spoken with in the last 48 hours. Right. Uh, there's a couple of spam texts in there as well. Uh, de- mm-hmm. Definitely a couple of spam texts. Uh, you know, get a big, bigger pen 15 today. That sort of shit. But yeah, you, you managed to grab a couple of contacts off of, uh, off of there. Um, I'm not going to name any names because I did not think that far ahead. I apologize. But, uh, but yes, you, you d- definitely get a couple of contacts on there. And then when you, you I want to say you get it within the, everyone in the last 48 hours because of the short duration, but you do definitely get everybody like the most recent ones that have like a fairly long text history. And then the phone is like, wait a minute, you're not this person. And then it just locks up again. Sassy. <laughs> At which point I put the phone back down. And, uh, well, uh, consult with the crime scene uh, investigators. Just ask them for details on, um, well, details that they would understand better than me. Okay. Um, I'll give you the name of the victim for free. Uh, her name is Amanda Holland. Uh, the rest you're going to have to roll investigate a mystery for. All right. And that is Sharp? Yes. Oh, that's the one I've got two in. Which normally helpful. Normally helpful, but uh not so much this time. It's around this time that uh that the Ravens start looking at you and go, Harold never said that you're technically supposed to be here. I'm sorry, did you want me to do anything about that? Yes, go go get permission to be here. You know Harold will not give you permission to be here when it's ball is an active crime scene. All right. Well, my charm is negative one, so I think I'm just going to shrug and leave. I think I got enough information to get started, at least. Okay. All right. You walk out, and uh, Harold looks at you uh, and goes, You're not supposed to be here, <laughs> as you walk away. He knows. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. There you go. Unless you want to do something else, try and get deeper in, then uh, then I believe the scene is done. I just wave, saying, Poker Night's still in Thursday, right? You're, once again, not invited, but I know you're going to show up anyway. You're not the one hosting. <sighs> he just sighs and goes to... Fucking- pat him on the shoulder. <laughs> uh, let's go back to Don. Don, we'll say 
enough time passes that uh, that you're not going to be worried about the police looking for someone who just was extremely briefly at the scene of a like at this active crime scene. Uh, they're not going because one is the fucking normal cops, not magic cops. So they're going to be like, yeah, whatever about it. And uh, and two, it's not narratively fun to keep you out of the entire adventure just because uh, you're wanted. So we'll say it's that the GT. We'll say that the GTA stars go from two to zero. No, I've I've just been like, you know, keeping my ears to a police scanner and I've been waiting for them to pick up something more interesting than possible break and enter. Possible, yeah. Possible B&E at a crime scene. Yeah, it, do, it does not take long. You know, it, it's Baltimore. Somebody died again. Yeah. In, in, a, in a less mystery way and more of a, uh, you more know. like. There, there was somebody who was literally shot right in the middle of the street way. I, I don't know a thing about Baltimore. I'm just making ba- assumptions. Baltimore, here. you can die going down the wrong street. Like, straight I, up, they will kill you. I don't know if I believe that, but okay. Oh, no, it is 100% true. Alright. Anyway. So, then, I'm going to... <laughs> I'm going to find something to do with myself to try and uh, make myself useful in this uh, strange I assume there is going to be a murder mystery that everyone is wrapped up in. I see the writing on the walls. Mm-hmm. It's Monster of the Week. That's that's how it goes. I'm, I'm genre... Dawn is genre savvy, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I'm just gonna go to, like, uh, the known criminal hangouts and see if anything, like, weird has been going on lately you know hello fellow criminals how do you do any any interesting crimes about <laughs> all right is that a move that you can roll or are you just trying to no, 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 no. i'm just trying to find information okay uh so i, I think there is a background move that is like contacts or something but uh yeah there is but if you didn't take it then it's just investigate a mystery i would think yes i want to investigate a mystery is what i'm saying okay. sometimes i forget to just say i want to investigate a mystery uh, well, sharp, which is the thing I'm I'm pretty okay at. Hey, I didn't get hey. I didn't fail another fucking roll. No, you didn't. Like you, you didn't do anything. You didn't do bad this time. Uh, so you can ask one. Man, it's weird playing monster of the week when your characters aren't like high powered monsters who have tons of bonuses to everything all the time. Hey, to be fair, this character does have higher sharp than Roxanne does. <laughs> Yeah, we got the same sharp, actually. Yeah, I needed my sharp to be high because the one thing that my character does requires sharp. Well, not the one, but anyway. The main uh, thing. Yeah. I'm gonna... I get one question, so I'm just gonna ask. What was it going to do, actually? In the sense that, you know, there's a break-in, uh, there's a, a crime scene, I assume somebody died. What do you think might cause something like that to happen? Or I guess, what is being concealed here? How about okay. that? What is being concealed here would probably work better. Yeah. I always thought, like, meta-narratively, what do I know? Like, what, what, what do I actually know that is not just meta-narrative? Okay, so... You ask around and you get a lot of 
basically non-answers, like people don't know what's going on or anything. Um, but uh, you do run into a dwarf who you've probably are, are at least like aware that he's in the same line of work as you are. So breaking and entering, stealing a ton of shit and then selling it before anybody can catch you. And he says that he had a really weird job lately and that someone wanted him to steal some very specific candles out of a church. Um, it is not the church that you that your devil lives in because uh, he lives in, like I said, a, an abandoned church like off of a side, like a road in, near a suburb. This was like in the city city. He says it's, it, it was a weird request, but they paid a lot of money to do it, to, for him to do it. And then like they did the job. They left them at the drop point. They never met the person who hired them in person. But uh, but they definitely like did the job and got their money like PayPal or Venmo uh, to them or something. Uh, yeah, it's just a thing I have I have going on on Fiverr where I break into places for people. <laughs> also, a dwarf that breaks and enters. Yeah, I'm not going to make an Artemis Fowl joke, but I'm going to point it out. I've, I've literally never read Artemis Fowl. That's a shame. It was a pretty fun book. Okay. See, now that's information. That's how I get myself on the case. I'm going to go to the bookstore to relay this information and try and uh, keep myself involved. If there's stealing is happening, maybe something valuable is involved. <laughs> okay, hey, the gang's all here now. It, 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 we got there, folks. It's there. It happened. Let's not talk about how long it took. <laughs> You arrive at the bookstore, uh, and you know what? While, while you travel to the bookstore, we'll catch up with um, Jeremiah and Johannes and see what they're doing in the meantime. Well, we've probably split our forces. Go figure. <laughs> but I would uh, give, I would give Johannes the contact information so that he can um, start doing interviews, fi- uh, reconstructing what the victim was up to, and. Any enemies she might have had, while I stick to my haven and start researching the wounds to try and narrow down the list of possible suspect types further. Okay, is that all right? I mean, I can start my side of that thing with phone calls at the bookstore. Right. I'm just saying, is that the? Uh, are you okay with this division of labor? Yeah, I mean, it's asking me to be talky, which is my good stat, so I'm pretty down for it. Okay. All right. So, who wants to go first, then? I can just do a roll, and I'll I'll be done. Yeah, all right. So, uh, go ahead and roll Investigate a Mystery. Yep. And my haven has a lore library. When you hit the books, take a plus one forward to Investigate a Mystery, as long as historical or reference works are appropriate. Ah! Yes, actually, they would be in this case. All right. Eleven. So you can ask two. Yeah. What sort of creature is it? Okay. And uh, what can it do? Okay. So you're going through your books 
and you're trying to figure out what would do something like this. Uh, how, how would it be able to do this sort of thing? And eventually, you stumble upon the urban legend of Bloody Mary. Ah, uh, dang it. Bloody Mary is a ghost who basically lives in mirrors and you can summon her by making the room either completely pitch black or at at the very least very dark, standing in front of a mirror and saying her name 13 times in a very specific ritual. Which is why it doesn't happen at just any sleepover. Right. So, you know that Bloody Mary can appear in mirrors. Um, you know that she's a ghost, so she's incorporeal, so that means that she can only be harmed by salt, iron, or magic, which, you know, fairly common things, but, like, it makes it a hassle to actually fight, unless you have, like, an actual legit iron sword or something like that. And aside from that, there's basically, like, it's it's very hard to get information on the actual Bloody Mary, um, and what she can do because you know urban legends and shit always like change and evolve but you definitely know that like the the way that she kills by using mirrors and shit could cut down like to the bone and shards of glass yeah shards of glass that that it could that's very consistent with the wounds that you saw notably she was in her bathroom and her bathroom did have a mirror in it for obvious reasons Yep, I connected that. All right, that answers uh, both those questions. Uh, so, Johannes. Uh, yes. Start moving down the list and. Uh, what exactly am I trying to figure out? By the way, uh, really, just anything that could be relevant, but most, mostly like where she was in the past 24 hours. Yeah, all right. Who she was talking to, who might have told her about the Bloody Mary ritual. All right, so here's what I want you to do, Johannes. I want you to roll Investigate a Mystery, but I will allow you to use Charm instead since you're conducting interviews with people over the phone. Okay. 12. 12. All right, so you can ask two. Alright, uh, how's about where did she go? So, the question of where did she go basically says, gives you that one of her friends says that, oh, she was, uh, checking this out and she was checking that out, and, uh, then she let slip and, um, the name of a store that is to the wizarding to like the magical community a known spot to like go practice magic or read up on magic and stuff and it's also a known haven for mages that aren't registered um because since this is the first time we've been playing this campaign setting in the advanced timeline there was a registry that was put out for 
beings with magical powers, be they wizards or fae-based or deadlands-based, whatever. It is a massive, massive flop. Not there's just, so many people don't sign up on it that it's basically not even enforced except by uh, the SWAT version of the Ravens called Swarm. Uh, and that's only if they are legitimately just like using their magic to murder people. Like if they're killing somebody, then they crack down on it. Otherwise, you're supposed to like find them and like maybe give them some jail time, force them to register. But it's so impossible to enforce that the Ravens are just like, look, just don't kill anybody. We'll be fine. You'll you'll be fine. It's one of those things that they attach to your list of charges if you already get arrested for something yeah. else. Yeah. Um, but you get the idea that she was not a registered mage, that she was at, at the very least interested in magic, but had not registered because it's very easy to look on the registry, type in Amanda Holland, Baltimore, Maryland, and see that her name does not pop up. Okay, so she went to... What is essentially a wizard community center that caters to unregistered individuals. Correct. Okay. Well, then, based off of that, and I guess I will press on the person who gave me that bit of information, I will turn what was it going to do into why was she going there? That doesn't really get you a lot of information because her friend says that she was just doing a general she was just a general practitioner uh she used magic to just for like fun she would show off for her friends and everything um the the thing about it is that she looked like she was in her like early 20s she looks like she the age she, she does in the handout but she was actually 32 so there's obviously some, you know, magical age slowing business going on. She, she's got enough potential that it's actually affecting her aging rates. Yeah. Yes. Um, so that's not the correct way to tackle it. However, what I will give you is that the person who uh, who did tell you this stuff that didn't really uh, lead to anywhere uh, says before they hang up like they don't realize that they haven't hung up yet so they go well, at least our therapist might should have an open spot might want to talk to them about that now oh shit I'm still on the and then that's when they hang up huh okay do they and this is just me talking to myself while I'm sitting at the desk bringing up the next number do therapists actually, like, divulge information on dead clients? I mean, we can't get a warrant, so we can't requisition that. And just then I walk in. Yeah, no. I was literally, I, no, I was actually about to say it's around this point when, um, when Dawn walks it, in. Hey, Dawn. How you been? Oh, you know, on the run from the law. Uh, hung out with some werewolves, you know, normal days. Hmm, okay, so it's Wednesday. It's actually Saturday. So, uh... I heard the guys roundabout ended up in the same place I was earlier today. The... The murder scene? 
Yeah, look, look, I didn't realize it was a murder scene when I walked in. Anyway, I thought I'd make myself useful. And, uh, I, you know, I went and talked about I went and did all my skullduggery and talked all the lowlifes I know. Uh, I'm just kidding. I just chatted with the, with this dwarf. And, uh, you, you, you asked out, more people than the dwarf. The dwarf was just the only one with relevant information. Yeah, but that's not an interesting story. <laughs> I, I just chatted with this guy, and uh, somebody paid him to steal a bunch of candles, some specific types of candles, from a church. They paid him a lot of money, like, uh, and they were very hush-hush about it, like, drop it off at a place, never meet face-to-face. Uh, it could be nothing, but this is like... It turns out it's uh, Bloody Mary. Oh, hey, Don. Uh, hey, how's it going? Well, does Bloody Mary need candles for something? Well, that depends. Are they votive beeswax candles? Yes. Votive, votives are like church things, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you uh, set one up for each person that's died. Yeah, uh, met a dwarf who, had, who stole a bunch from a church. I paid a lot of money for it. Oh, I just literally said all this. Most bo- <laughs> most modern votive candles are made out of the cheap stuff from, rather than proper beeswax. Church ore probably helps too. Um, Might be connected. Is that... Did you... Do you know the summoning ritual for Bloody Mary? Is that kind of candle required? I'm actually holding the book up. Okay, yeah. Uh, so, in, I will say that you got a what? You got a twelve for that? No, you got an eleven. Either way, you. Either way, I would say that you know that uh, the the ritual to summon Bloody Mary. It is going. It is a big magic um, to summon Bloody Mary, obviously. Uh, and the requirements are: you need to experiment the spell. There's going to be a lot of fi- uh, failures before you get it right. Uh, you need some rare and weird ingredients for the supplies. Um, most namely a very well-polished, preferably not damaged at all mirror, black candles blessed by a priest, and a personal effect that you need to destroy as part of the ritual. And then also that it has a specific uh, side effect or danger. You just... But that part is kind of weird with it. It just says that, uh, uh, hey, summoning Bloody Mary's dangerous. Uh, try not to do it. So you don't know exactly what the specific side effect is. So it, uh, I would just sort of follow that up. Yeah, uh, votive candles uh, dyed black with charcoal, personally blessed by a priest. Huh. Okay. I mean, hell, I've got a few in the back. I'm not going to use them, though. All Bloody Mary does if you uh, summon her is fucking kill you. Okay, okay. Were there candles in her bathroom? Did you get into her bathroom? Uh, She was still in her bathroom. Uh, Yes, you did get to the bathroom, and no, there were no candles there. Could have been confiscated for evidence by the time we got there, but uh, didn't see any. Huh. Okay. You could summon Bloody Mary in order to fucking kill someone else. Yeah, see, that's sort of my thought right now. 
Yeah, like yesterday she went down to the Jackson Turner Center. She's apparently just a sort of general practitioner just for fun, nothing serious, but she's got enough power in her that it's affecting her aging. So she's got, she had talent. Also, she had a therapist. Don't know what for, though. So does third of the white people in town. Yeah, sure, but this one's a wizard who's been murdered by a ghost, so it's could, could be relevant. You know, maybe lean on them for information. And maybe she knew her killer. I I don't I don't know if it's like HIPAA or whatever. I don't know if therapists would release notes without a warrant, even on someone who's dead. Don, how do you feel about breaking into therapist offices? I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if we're going to be able to talk our way in there, so it might be necessary for you to talk with your hands into this person's filing cabinet. Filing cabinets? What's the point of the lock? They're not really that hard to pick. Plus, you can get anything open with a screwdriver and enough, uh, well, force. Uh, Alright, so, how do we want to do this? Do we want to want to split up some of us go to the center and ask around some of us go to the therapist's office do we all want to stick together what are we what are we thinking team what are we thinking boss i think i'd be more successful with the jackson turner center play cards there every thursday hmm. i don't see much use in me going with you to the jackson turner center so it feels like we'd probably have to split up. Uh, Didn't even realize there was a wizard community center. <laughs> there are, are a couple, depending on uh, your registration status. Who who wants me along? Well, if we're not going to try and talk our way into the uh, into the therapist's office, then. The only reason you'd want to come along with me is to distract the therapist so I can break in. Uh, which, it feels like it may be a waste of your talents. I, I I can commit crimes on my own. As much as I am one of the uh, mages, uh, not really a per- people person so much. Yeah, alright. Time for me to go run a comb through my hair and be the face. Alright, alright. But I will say, by the way, at this moment when we're all together, that the other move I took is often right. Which means that when a hunter comes to me for advice about a problem, and I give them my honest opinion and advice, then if they take your advice, you get plus one ongoing while following it, and I get experience. I know a thing I would want to ask before we leave. I would just make sure to ask so uh so like i could just take all the notes right but is there something in particular that i should be looking for something that uh something notable that i should be on the lookout for when i'm breaking into a therapist's office well 
poor Amanda Holland has pissed somebody off. Uh, whether they taught her the wrong ritual, which seems unlikely. I figure someone with enough magic to uh, change their appearance would, at the very least, know what a Bloody Mary is. Well, either someone taught it, taught the ritual to her, knowing it, it would kill her, or someone used the ritual in order to bind Bloody Mary to kill her. She's got enemies. Find out who she's been trash-talking her, who's been trash-talking her to her friends. We've got ourselves a suspect. All right, all right. Also, therapists tend to write in code. So just if you're actually going to try and read things on the spot, be ready for that. I just, you know, had to settle one manhunt today. I'd rather not have a second, have to deal with a second one as a whole. <laughs> so I thought, if I can, I'll just take the relevant bits and maybe whoever this therapist is will just think that they misplaced it. Or, or you just copy it and they probably use electronic records. I don't think that for a second. <laughs> well, it's 2021. My therapist doesn't even use electronic note-taking. I'm 80 years old, even I don't know how to use a damn phone. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> So then, Dawn, uh, you look into the um, into Amanda Holland's like personal effects. Like uh, between you, Jeremiah, and Johannes, you can easily figure out that uh, that the person who Amanda was seeing is an elf by the name of Fairchild, formerly of Summer. Fairchild. Yes. Probably bragging about it on social media. <laughs> so it's easy enough to find his offices. He's actually got a fairly good setup in like downtown Baltimore. He's actually got a fairly good view of the USS Constellation, which is a um, which is like an old naval ship that like it's still used. It's like sails. It was made like in the 1850s. So that should tell you something how old this ship is. It's a, um, it's actually a fairly popular tourist attraction in Baltimore, and it has the so this thing has so his place has a fairly good view of that. So what you're saying is it's going to be a pain in the ass to break into. Yeah, pretty much. All right. So um, if you want to go ahead and roll me that burglary roll that you have, I'm not making take any penalties or anything. So. Alright. Time to roll sharp. I'll take there ten. we go. I don't ten. get anything out of a 12, so... Yeah. I will tell you what the text of this skill says, because I probably should have read it originally when I rolled it the first time. That's fine. Alright, so when you break into a secure location, roll plus sharp. On a 10 plus, pick 3. On a 7 to 9, pick 2. You get in undetected. You get out undetected. You don't leave a mess, or you find what you are after. And, um... I could pick three. <laughs> I want to get in and out undetected and get what I want. I, You know what? I don't care as much about leaving a mess. 
Yeah, a lot of burglars just like make a huge fucking mess when they're trying to find something anyway. Um, like it's a, it's a lot it's a lot easier to just throw shit around trying to find the good stuff than to like meticulously make it look like you didn't break into someplace. No, I, I I make I make an even I deliberately make a mess to obfuscate what I'm looking for. Yeah, that too. Um, so his office is uh fairly large. Um, and it does have a painting of him in it, and that painting is how you know what he looks like. Uh, he is an elf with long, like shoulder length white hair. Um, and in the painting, he's dressed in like fairly fairly like victorian era style clothes um you imagine that this is either a painting that he had like made while wearing this or whatever because like there's no way he looked like this while he was practicing being disguised as a human um but he's got like the long like loose tie thing over a vest and he's like holding a top hat he's got a couple rings on uh on his fingers um very handsome as far as elves go uh and he, he's got this like big ostentatious painting of himself in uh his his office um what a prick <laughs> the ladies go crazy for a sharp dressed man that is the second sound reference we've had at, as, far, as far as i'm counting uh so you get you get in there you start making a, a big mess like just throwing like couch cushions and stuff uh you managed to avoid all the magical wards that he put into his um into his office on top of the uh on top of the regular electronic security uh you're good at breaking in and over the last two-ish years you've learned how to avoid like magical warding stuff as well um, look i don't know what it does but i know when something is very obviously magic Yes. Like I couldn't, I couldn't fucking magic my way out of a paper bag. However, yeah, wizards are really obvious when they do fucking magic or some shit. Yes. I don't know uh, what the deal is. And so you you do the distraction mess, and then you get down to the nitty gritty trying to find files on Amanda. Uh, you find it, and you know what? Fairchild is 100% the kind of person who does not use technology. He's he's old school. He doesn't trust computers. Uh, and so all of Amanda's uh, stuff is like physical uh, physical papers in a folder with her name on it. Um, for 10, I will just give you this. While you're trashing his stuff, you like open up one of his drawers until it's like pour it out. Uh, as you pour it out, you notice a like an enamel pin fall out and that enamel pin is a stylized uh, letter. It's an R and an F like sort of combined into a single um, like a single letter like so like the F is coming out of the R and it's like that's like that part of the R is a different color. Yes. Uh, in fact, the colors are green and gray. Oh, this motherfucker. Yeah. I'm not even going to make you roll to uh, figure out what the hell is uh. going on there. That's the Reynolds Foundation. And the Reynolds Foundation, for people who don't, who don't have access to the doc, which is everybody listening to this at the moment, the 
Reynolds Foundation is a an organization of fae and deadlands creatures who think that Morgan Reynolds was right. They wanted a kingdom. They wanted him to rule a kingdom that was there for them on Earth, so that way they wouldn't have to abide by the rules of the Deadlands and abide by the rules of the Fae Courts. And as a result, have been preaching his views. Officially, they're supposed to not be violent about it. Unofficially, everybody knows this is bullshit. Hmm. Fascism. Yeah. I don't take the pin, but I do take a picture of it and just like, I just text a picture of it to, uh, both of your fucking names start with J. One of you <laughs> needs to change. I swear to God. I text it. I text right now. We've it, it to all Jeremiah. <laughs> like, even if it's a different sound, not acceptable. Can't expect me to remember two names that sound similar or start with the same letter. You can always refer to them by their last names. Mmm, no. <laughs> yeah, actually, I might do that. Anyway, so I do text the pin, the picture of the pin to uh to Jeremiah. Just says like, hey, look what why look what I fucking conspicuously found. Shake my head and hold the image up to uh Johannes. Oh. Oh, that ain't good. Anyway, you, uh, Don, you find the stuff, you, you find the files, you find the pen, you... I still the thing that is mo that looks most expensive in that room, also. <laughs> uh, Fair it's enough. a very, it's a very nice pocket watch. I definitely take it. All right. And, uh, and then you leave. Oh, it also should be noted that uh, the Reynolds Foundation does not actually have that large of a presence in Baltimore, uh, mostly because Baltimore was the city that Reynolds attacked personally, and therefore they kind of fucking hate the idea of uh, of the Reynolds Foundation being in their city. So, like, out of the city of over 600,000 people, there's only, like, 40 members of the Reynolds Foundation in Baltimore. Wow. It's about to be 39, I imagine. I mean, I was just going to make some inferences that, you know, a therapist seeing a particular person, and I assume the Reynolds Foundation is wizards and other magical sort, not just werewolves and whatnot kind of uh, people. Eh, it's not really. It's it's mostly non-humans as opposed to magically inclined. Yes. Okay. Okay. Fairchild isn't human, though. Fairchild's not. But Amanda was, at least to the best of our knowledge. Which is why I was making a point like, was she mixed up in the Reynolds Foundation, considering she is a she is a wizard, of, an unregistered wizard of some sort. But no, that doesn't track. All right. All right. So we will swoop over to the community center. Swoop. Swoop. All right. So you guys arrive at the community center. Um, I I will say that uh, you guys got the text like right as you were getting to the community center. Uh, you you were the the shop was located closer to Fairchild's offices 
uh, than the community center, so you guys had to drive a little bit more. All right, boss. How are we doing this? Well, first thing I suppose is we figure out what this uh, woman was like when she was alive, who her friends and enemies are, and uh, well, with, with this little pin here, uh, what her politics were. Uh, to be clear, Colin, the mm. foundation pin, it it fell out of like a completely different thing than the storage bin for the therapist notes. Correct. Like the, the, the therapist notes were like in a filing cabinet and I was saying that because um, because Dawn was like trying to obscure what she was after she just took out one of his like desk drawers and dumped it and that's where the pin fell out from yeah alright just wanted to make sure could be she has opinions that her therapist didn't agree with and he rather unethically passed along that information yeah might have been knows let's figure it out yep all right um so the community center is uh it's not a exceptionally large building um but it's also like not small and when you get in you uh you immediately see someone there who is uh looking at you and going you at the ravens Absolutely not. With Swarm? <laughs> Absolutely not. Alright. Are you new here? Listen, man, I just gotta check everybody. Gotta make sure. I think that's a yes. I'm asking that because I am not new here. And so the answer to every question you're about to ask is no. Really? Because I was going to ask, are you cool? And now you just said no, that you're not cool. So I'm not, uh, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, I remember when jokes like that were funny to me. Okay. Well, you're one of those people. Got it. Ugh. All right, go on in. Just don't blab about what you see here. The usual, et cetera, et cetera. All right. And I hope you fit in. Don't let the uh, old folks in the community center give you too much grief. Uh, he just sort of, like, waves you off. Yeah, I've never actually been here before. I didn't realize that they would have a doorman. We don't want just anybody in the street getting in here. Got a lot of esoteric stuff. You know about mages and their secrets. You may have noticed I, I haven't told you half of what I know yet. Yeah, I... I... I know a guy who translocated an entire building in order to keep his clothes. <laughs> Saves on moving costs. Alright, and uh, when you get in, you see all sorts of people just like practicing their stuff or teaching their stuff to like either apprentices or, you know, just showing it off to people. Um, you see some wizards like doing ridiculous card tricks and like they end with like them flicking out the cards and they start hovering around their body and then uh and then they uh flick their wrist and then like all the cards burst into flame except one and he turns around and says is this your card and then the little kid says no and then he looks very disappointed 
Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna go make friends with that guy. <laughs> um, you see people like taking potted plants and like just like swirling their hands around it, and like you know, the plants start growing at an exponential rate. And when you know, a flower appears, and uh, and just like all sorts of like little mundane stuff. Nobody's practicing any combat magic here, though. It all seems to be, like, you know, good fun. Hey, I learned this trick. Want to see it? Sort of deal. I'm gonna go um, rub elbows with the old-timers. See what they have to say about the new blood, like uh, Amanda. Alright. What is Johannes doing in the meantime, while while Jeremiah is doing that? Uh... The opposite. I'm rubbing elbows with the young folk. Just the people who are standing around, practicing, doing whatever. Alright, so... Going to the apprentice table. Well, jeez, make me sound like I'm 13. <laughs> I don't know. You can't sit with us. <laughs> Alright. So, uh, in that case, Jeremiah, go ahead and roll Investigate a Mystery. All right. No bonuses this time, but a 10 never, nevertheless. 10 nevertheless. So go ahead and ask two. Hmm. I'm not a people person, but these are my people. And uh, I and because you haven't played with us for Monster of the Week before, uh, I do prefer it when you ask the questions one at a time. All right. Um, well, I guess, first of all, what happened here? As in, like, what... What is Amanda's reputation? What was she up to the most recent time she was here? So the answer you get is that Amanda was, um, even though she was fairly, like, new to the scene, uh, she was relative, she was getting along relatively well. Um, In fact, she was trying to teach the uh, the guy who just did the card trick, that trick. Only when she did it, she actually got the correct card. Um... And, like, she she was basically fairly well-received. There was a couple people that she rubbed the wrong way, but that was mostly due to her relative youth and, you know, arrogance. It's like, you know, the, the new wizard being like, hey, I finally left my master. I'm officially a wizard now and, like, just bragging about it. But, like, aside from that, there wasn't anyone here that she was, like pissing off enough to, like, kill her. Yeah, so just the usual new wizard arrogance and no particular rivals. Right. Right. Um, what is being concealed here? What is it that the old wizards know that they wouldn't tell someone who isn't part of, who isn't a member of their ranks? That this is not the first murder of an unregistered mage. Bloody Mary murder? Or... Bloody Mary murder, yes. Okay, so it is the same pattern. Yes, it is the same pattern. And in fact, they will... uh, I'll let you decide if you knew this person or not. Um, But it was a uh, Carl David's he uh he was recently found killed via bloody mary as well probably 
seen his face around, but not be personally familiar with him. Yeah, um, they they go. You you know the guy. He was he wore a big jacket, uh, gloves, hat. Um, he was really good at like making like wispy. It wasn't quite. It wasn't fire because there there's no heat, but it looked really impressive. He do light shows with it. Or the guy in the mountain man gear. Yeah. 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 Him. Yeah. He was um. He was found a lot like Amanda, dead in front of a mirror. Cuts all over his body, some down to the bone. Goddamn. All right, well, that's my contribution. All right. So then, Johannes, yeah. what are you trying to do? Uh, well, I am cruising around the room, just chatting pressing flesh with the the common folk and getting impressions from them on like how's the community center been have there been any unsavory types that have shown up uh how's your personal craft coming along all right so like what what move are you trying to do well I'm actually invoking easy going, which is that I have a gift of being friendly and easy to chat with. I'm trying to make good first impressions on everybody, because I've never been here before. This isn't my scene. Okay. So I'm going to roll charm. Okay. And I'm going to get a nine. Okay. So the people here will regard me as a stranger, but they will still open up to me more than they would a stranger. They're not going to treat me like an old friend, but they'll be talkative. All right. Uh, yeah. So as you, you're rubbing elbows with people and um, your scamulet definitely heats up at some point when somebody tries to be like, hey, hey, guess what? Hey, if you give me $20, I'll show you a real cool trick that you can do with this uh, cup and ball. And like, you're like, no, no. And he's, he's like, God, no, what happens is, oh, you mean this cup and ball? I have magic trick props just in my <laughs> coat pocket. Oh, you that, that, is, that is part of my gear. <laughs> and, oh, the, oh, this. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I know how to use this. I've taught uh, people how to use this. Dude, actually, and, show me yours. We can compare. Okay, notes. yeah. Yeah, no, and then, like, he shows you a version of his, but it uses, like, legit magic, so, like, he'll show you, he'll, like, he'll use plastic, he'll, like, use a see-through, like, solo cups to do this one, where, like, he shuffles them, and, like, you can keep your eye on the ball the entire time, and then he does, like, the subtlest little gesture with his thumb that you can see behind the, uh, solo cup, and it just, like, vanishes out of one cup and into the opposite cup, and then, so, he's, like, which one is it in? And then they pick, they pick this one and I lift it up. I'm like, no, so it's over here. And like, they, don't, they have no idea. Okay. Okay. That's neat. You need to apply the misdirection a little bit harder to avoid the gestures. I, I know I've got the advantage right now because you're using yeah, see-throughs. Yeah. And yeah. But, but if you press the, if you press the misdirection a little bit harder, you can do it like this. And I reproduce the trick without mm -hmm. magic. <laughs> excellent he he loves it uh he yeah you guys are um you are warming up to like various people um 
Let's see, is, is there anything that I can give you that would be like useful information for doing this? Because that this is a this is a cool thing you're doing, and I want to reward you. So if, like, you know, if anybody seems like they're stressed out, I would ask, like, you know, what's up? And while they wouldn't tell me their life's woes, like, you know, if they if they mentioned that, like, maybe something's been rough around the community center, I could ask, like, oh, what's up? Is it, have we had, like, unsavory types coming around here? This is my first time here. Is there, are there people I should be looking out for? Um, they're not going to say that there's been any unsavory types around here. Uh, everybody here's fairly close and like if you ask about the Reynolds Foundation like I wouldn't lead with that that would come later yep um but like still like, like even like when you when it comes to later like I'll, I'll give you this when you ask about it nobody here is a friend of the Reynolds Foundation not even like the non-humans who would be more like amicable to the Reynolds Foundation. Like I said, it's really fucking hated in Baltimore, so the number the membership numbers here are astonishingly low. But um but like you ask some elves, some gnomes, some halflings, whatever. Like you ask fey people and they're like, "Oh no, the Reynolds Foundations are a bunch of dicks." Like they th- that guy was out of his mind wanting to kill three states worth of people to rule over a land with like a dragon. Uh, think whoever blew up that uh, that satellite uh, to cut off the portal and cut that dragon's head off uh, did that. It's not nearly so impressive a feat as she makes it out to be. <laughs> you didn't actually kill a dragon. You blew up a tower, and then a dragon died, sort of incidentally. They. they I will say this though: Clean does actually have. A, legit reputation as a dragon slayer because it's yeah well she doesn't deserve it even though it is it was completely by accident it's still like a big enough deal that you killed this supposedly unkillable thing and yeah wow dragon slayer there you go your sword never touched its flesh fuck off it doesn't matter it's actually more impressive that's actually more impressive honestly (laughs) anyways anyway um but yeah uh where was i going with this i don't uh, know oh yeah um so yeah the reynolds foundation definitely wasn't poking around here and it's it knows better than to poke around (sighs) here because uh they they would get their asses extremely kicked out if they were uh, Colin, from the phone call that I had earlier, did I get the impression that Amanda had been here multiple times? Or was it, like, her first time? It's She's been here multiple times, but was still a relative newcomer. Like, she had okay. she'd only been showing up, like, for the past, like, year or so. And this community center is a fair bit older than that. The The, the numbers have kind of grown since the whole um, Revelation Day thing, but it is definitely like, you know, this was a place where we could sneak off to, like, do some magic and uh, and play some cards every once in a while. Okay, so she's a known face around here then? Yes. Okay, so then at one point we want to, like, cozy up to a dude. 
someone I actually establish a rapport with, I'll ask him, mm-hmm. did you, um, I, uh, I heard about this place through, you know, a friend of a friend kind of a deal. Um, do you know Amanda Holland? Amanda? Yeah, she, she came over, God, every couple weeks to show off new tricks. I don't know. Uh, were you friends with her at all? Uh, I played cards with her a couple times. She's a dirty fucking te- cheater, let me tell you. Uh, well, you won't have to be worrying about getting scammed then uh, anymore. What? She, oh. uh, she's dead. Oh, damn. It's like last night, maybe this morning. Ah, shit. Okay. We'll probably put up something for her then. I'll, like, yeah, I'll, I'll get some of the guys to put up like a memorial thing on the wall or something for her yeah hey I'm so again I'm hyper new around here Did, was there like so if she got murdered I don't know but if she did you know it would have been from someone like us I think so was she pissing anybody off outside of cheating people with cards which is what mages do during card games, by the way. <laughs> yeah, like ev- everybody fucking cheats. There's like 12 aces in anybody's hand at any given time. He goes, I mean, not that I can think of, but um, I'm trying, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think. Like I can't think of anybody like outside of here. She would be pissing off. Damn. Um, she been talking to anybody in here? Like anyone in particular? I don't know. Getting getting lessons or anything? Maybe they'd know. Uh, he thinks, and he's like, "No, no." But uh, she had been going to see her therapist a lot more often uh, these days. Some troubles at home or something. Uh, she didn't want to talk about it too much, uh, but she's would come up she would come over say say it uh she would come over hang around for an hour or two you know go have her session and then like maybe come back sometimes she did sometimes she didn't but um but she's been talking to him for a while huh all right Anything particular about this therapist, then? Just that he's an elf. He's been practicing in the city for a while, but, like, he was using, like, a... Before, with, like, a fake name and, you know, a glamour. Uh, But once, you know, that whole thing a couple years ago happened, he, uh, he started, like, using his real name. Like, it's... It's real... You can tell a lot by, like the kind of people who decide to use, you know, like, human last names, and this guy in, like, Fairchild, formerly of Summer, come on, that's, he's gotta be, like, some sort of prick. Oh, one of those types. Yeah, yeah. Take any shot at a title, even if the title is, I ran away from home. I gotcha. Um, other question to ask, by the way. 
Did Carl Davids go to therapy? I don't know why I would ask that question. Yeah, she. Uh, he doesn't know about not, Carl not on Davids. the spot, but this is something. Um, at some point, I am consulting with you, sharing the information I got, asking that question, and we would be both going back for another round to figure that out. Yeah, that's pretty fair. Colin, do you want me to roll again to schmooze with another person? Ah, uh, yes, please. All right. Twelve. Ooh. Twelve. You don't get anything extra for a twelve, but uh, they treat you On as a, a ten term- plus thing. They treat you as a trustworthy and friendly acquaintance. This person likes me. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to say, it, like, you, you were talking to the guy who's trying to do Amanda's uh, card trick earlier and didn't get the right card. Um, so, like, you schmooze with him a little bit. Uh, you and uh, I, I correct his sleight of hand. He uh, He's only, like, integrating magic at the very end so he actually has to get the trick right in order to do it and he's he's screwing up his pinky break every time so i correct his handling on it there we go and he fucking loves you for it remember if people think it's completely impossible they won't like it as much yeah the the actual magic has to just be flavor everything else has to genuinely be your hands and your voice Okay, so what do you want to talk to him about after you've uh, after you've gotten his trust? So, so I'm new here, um, and you know th- this place seems cool. I've been wandering around talking to people, but I've heard that like two people who hang out here have gotten murdered recently. Wait, two? Who else aside from Carl? Uh, Holland. Like he he looks real bummed because like obviously he was talking to uh, Amanda because this was her trick that uh, he was trying to do. Yeah. So um, and like I've heard talk that Holland was seeing a therapist and like she was seeing that she was seeing them more lately and like. You know, I don't want to think that this place is cursed, but if you're going to turn around and tell me that David's was seeing a therapist too, and that was taken up. Uh, no, David's wasn't seeing a therapist, but, um, oh God, one of his friends was though. Someone who hangs around here? Uh, no, not someone who hangs around here. Um, but I don't even think like they're that magically inclined like i i think it's a revenant thing but uh but they were um they were seen they were friends with that guy and uh he was going to see a therapist i think huh this friend of a friend they're still alive right yeah okay cool um Gosh, this is an exceptionally invasive question. You wouldn't know, like, what therapist he's seeing, would you? Uh, no, it's a friend of a friend, so. Yeah, all right. That's, I get you, I get you. Uh, Davids wasn't getting into any trouble before he 
died? Was killed? I, I don't actually like know the whole story. Uh, he shrugs and he says, I mean, as bad as much trouble as any other unregistered mage in here would be getting into. Hmm. All right. Yeah. You, um, you know the name of this friend of the friend? So I can go hit them up. I, I'm just... My folks taught me excessive caution before you throw your lot in with any group. Um, go ahead and... Which is why I became a carny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lying. <laughs> uh, go ahead and just roll sharp in general. Just to see. Uh, that... Like, this is a roll for him, essentially. Oh, okay. Well, then maybe it's a good thing that I have a zero, because that's a three? That's uh, a three. Um, still mark experience? Yeah, you still you still get the mark experience. Uh, it was essentially, like, an investigative mystery roll, but I didn't want to make it, like, exactly investigative mystery. Um, he says he thinks for a while, he's like, ah, he probably mentioned it a couple times someone else here but like I, I don't remember I don't remember it sorry maybe I'll go ask her about that can you bring this info to me and I'll go plumb the old folks yeah alright so you go ahead and uh, roll sharp that's a weird move you had me do Colin <laughs> hey ten ten alright um Eventually, like, you you have to ask basically everybody in here, uh, so because like it's is just you know, a guy. Well, I actually share some of my suspicions with them. So, what starts as a small core group slowly expands outwards as everybody is asking other people, digging through their memories. Mm, okay. Um. So yeah, eventually, uh, you do get a name. He goes, uh, um, his name was Kenneth Usselton, 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 one of the two, uh, U-S, he, he spells it for you, and it is pronounced, uh, Usselton. Happened into my notes. Mm -hmm. And this is Carl David's friend who was also in therapy. Yes. It is, um, I will say this also, it is important to note that the Reynolds Foundation counts Revenants and Gremlins both as, like, part of what Reynolds's overall plan was supposed to be for. Non-human enough to be supported by them. Correct. All right. Well, I'm just going to do a social media troll on this name, see what he's been up to. Uh, can I use, like, the secondary success from that 10? Uh, yeah, yeah, you can find it easily. Um, so... He is a mechanic at a, um, not at the same werewolf place that, um, that Dawn was at earlier, but, uh, he was a mechanic somewhere around, uh, I'll, I don't have the, the name of, um, neighborhoods anymore, but he, like, he was a mechanic. He's actually a mechanic in an area around Big Bill Hells. Uh, it's, it's not like right across the street or right next door, but it's like in the same area. Like if you don't have to go too far to find Big Bill Hells from uh from this mechanics shop. Um and like the big the big thing is like, you know, he's a revenant, so uh he just he 
doesn't really need a lot of tools. If somebody needs to lift a, lift a car, he just like grabs the he just grabs the underside and just like lifts it up for a little while. If they just need to do some quick tune up stuff, um, I don't think you would do that because even with super strength, your grip is going to sway with your body. Ah, uh, true. But if well, either way, this guy, this dude is a. Uh, is legitimately super strong. Um, he occasionally does uh, some demolition, like hand, to hand, like hand demolition work as a side job. Um, you know, if if a building needs like renovations, they need like a wall knocked down. Like he'll he'll go home like moonlight for that sort of stuff and put his strength to use. Um, it's a lot easier to bash down a wall when you can swing a hand hammer several hundred times harder than a normal human. But like he he doesn't seem to be getting into too much trouble that you can find on social media anyway. Right. Yeah. So it's the the two things I'm interested in is one, can I identify his therapist? And two, what are his politics? Um you can identify his his therapist. Uh he it takes That's a while. Wild. Well, I mean, it takes a while to um to scroll back. Uh, you see him like talking about like really early into his like Facebook thing. Like he needs to find a new therapist, but you can't find out like which one. And then he seems to have found one, but he doesn't like talk about specifics. Uh, in his politics, like he's fairly like left leaning, uh, but he is. But the long and short of it is, he's not the kind of person who would fit in with the Reynolds Foundation. All right. So if he has the same therapist, if he spilled the beans, it was not intentional. Spilled what beans? Well, gave names and uh, information about someone to be targeted. But this is assuming that the therapist is the connecting link, which is also still up in the air for now. Yeah, do we have any idea at all why Holland was targeted? No, you don't. Uh, you haven't found that out yet. Well, it's not from the mages around here. Settled that much. Yeah, no one I talked to said that she had any like social problems besides being a bit of a hustler. And, uh, with mages in this deep, this kind of community pretty much is your social circle. Could be those problems with family, or could be the therapist. But I want to lean on the therapist for now. Just send a text to Don. You still at the therapist's place? Uh, would I be? You're probably not, but I'm still asking. Enough time has passed that I would imagine that no, you're probably not. You know, I'm probably like, I don't know, parked in my car somewhere trying to go over the notes myself for information. Yeah. And you would have had enough time to do so, so. Yeah. Segway. All right, so. Dawn, uh, you're in your car, I'm guessing, a couple blocks away at the very minimum. Um looking over the files, so if you, tell me what you are looking for. I mean, first I'm just doing a cursory look over, like, what does this say? And then, you know, 
just getting like a gist of what this is actually about, see if anything like actually jumps out at me. Okay. And then I'm doing like a secondary like look over just to like see if anything sounds like it could be coded or anything like that. And you know, right. like, look, I steal things for a living and I'm not a fence or anything like that, but I know enough to know how to find the value in certain things. So like, I know how to check for like disappearing ink and things like that. Okay. Or I would notice if the paper is made out of something weird. Anyway, I should probably roll sharp. All right, yeah, go ahead. Question, Colin. Yeah. Just out of curiosity. Hmm. Does Fairchild code his notes? Um, he would, but the part of the investigative mystery role is probably going to be about being able to, like, figure out the code and work your way backwards from there. Well, let's see what happens. Yeah. I got a mixed success. Mixed success. So, uh, seven to nine, you can ask one. I feel like the best question to ask is, what happened here? Okay, so what happened here is that Fairchild was not open about his involvement with the Reynolds Foundation. So... Yeah, well, no shit. Well, yeah. Um, so... As a result, people who don't know that he is a fucking awful, like, magic fascist is uh, are coming and seeing him. And as a result, uh, he is seeing people that, you know, are people that he would, like, directly blame for not getting his little slice of paradise uh, that would be forcibly taken from you know, oh god, how many was it? Like 16 and a half million lives or something like that? Yes. Um, so, like, you're, you're going through the notes, and I'm gonna say that like, just to throw things off so that way it doesn't look like you're going specifically for Amanda's uh, Amanda's profile that you stole a couple other files and like, oh, you yeah, just, no doubt. yeah, so you go through those as well and you find a pattern that he thinks humans, specifically humans, are completely undeserving of magic and that they should not be allowed to even think about touching the stuff. Hmm. And so there's a very clear pattern here where you see, oh, Amanda Holland, uh, she revealed to me in confidence that she is a mage. She is also a fucking human. Well, that's, in my mind, wrong and bad, and she should not be allowed to have these gifts. And then you see someone Buddy, else why talk- are you a therapist? <laughs> and then uh, he... And then he has, like, another person who's, like, talking to, uh, to other people who like suggest that their friends are hum- like human mages and they're like no that's bad and wrong um they sh- they shouldn't be allowed to have these gifts uh they they don't deserve it um and so you can definitely tell there's a very clear pattern that 
whoever he's going to be targeting are specifically human and also mages whether they are registered or not uh, that's an entirely different story but you know there's there's a clear motive going on whether he actually did it or not still up in the air but you know he's definitely okay. looking more and more like the guilty party yeah. so he's looking incredibly guilty and presumably I mean unless we are just completely off track he is in some way wrapped up in this yes okay if he didn't do the dirty deed himself then he passed it along to someone who did yeah I mean I mean it strikes me as a perfectly like logical execution of his of his like beliefs to be like I don't think humans deserve magic so I'm going to I don't know trick pass one of them into using magic to kill herself yeah pretty much yeah mm. I'm, I'm gonna make the, I'm gonna make the out of character guess now that whatever problems Amanda had Fairchild sold the Bloody Mary ritual to her as a way of leaving them and you know the person who paid that dwarf to steal all those candles probably pretty rich and this therapist has got a pretty cushy office I don't suppose I found any candles while I was there no you did not find any candles while you were there yeah that would have been too much to ask for I imagine hey hey, do me a favor just mm-hmm. do me a favor real quick Mm-hmm. Do me a favor. You, you always ahead. love it or hate it when your DM tells you that. Uh, go ahead and roll sharp for me, please. Uh, got a ten. Okay, so you definitely see as you're like you're like sitting in your car and you look in your rear view mirror and you see a figure sitting in your back seat. Uh. The figure is tall, like really lanky, uh, like and like the limbs are all like contorted and misshapen. Um, it's a female figure bleeding profusely out from her eyes and her mouth. Her hands are covered in blood and end in long sharp claws her legs are covered in blood and she's wearing like tattered clothes and when you turn around to look in the back seat there's nothing there and when you turn around to look back in the mirror it's still there i will say just for the record that at this very moment uh you're talking to us and i've got you on speakerphone so that johannes can also hear and contribute I mean, that makes sense. Like, I would probably be, like, going over this with all of you as a collaborative thing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so you just hear over the speakerphone. Oh, that's not good. Please, more information. <laughs> what, dude? Is he getting specific? Did you think you know the next target? I'm just going to say mirror and dive out of my fucking car. <laughs> you, you guys hear, you hear uh, Don go mirror. And then there's like fucking horrible sounds. It's like she's 
scrambling to like open the car and then like scuffling and like ow shit <laughs> okay do you want me to roll cool or am i not no or is... no no okay so you hear what i what i was thinking was that uh the therapist or some third party sounding a bit more like the therapist himself has bound Bloody Mary to his service. Well, one way or another. Um, Don, please stay away from any reflective surfaces. We will be there shortly. Yeah. You're far away because I probably just left my fucking phone in the car. (laughs) Do a vandalism if you have to. Just whatever you need to stay alive. You are going to pay for me to fix my side view mirrors then. And I swing my baseball bat at my side view mirror. Okay. Uh, Do you also throw your rear view mirror out your window? I mean, it's in my car. I feel like I'm probably... The rear view mirrors are attached to the windshield. You cannot detach them without destroying it. Yes. They are, like, hyper-attached. You cannot remove them without destroying your windshield. I mean, I just, like... It kind of depends on the model. I've never seen otherwise. I grew up in a car where it was, like, attached via suction cup. Yes. And that suction cup is a lot stronger than you think it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um... Uh, you, you could just sort of twist it off the joint, though. That would take some very particular force in order to do, because that's that cup is not meant to detach. Anyway, I just break the mirror. Like, I'm not going to take it off. I'm just going to fucking smash it, okay. grab my phone, and... Uh... Just pick a direction and start walking. I'll find you. Yeah. I would like to invoke Dark Past again. Okay. Now that we know exactly what we're dealing with. Okay. Eight. Alright, I got one question. Mm-hmm. What black magic do I know that could help here? Hmm. Is my theory that I'm working with just as a player is that Bloody Mary is a very aggressive spirit, and the moment she gets unbound uh, improperly, she is going to go after the person who dared to bind her. I'm trying to think of a magic that can help that process along. Here's what I will give you. Honestly, the easiest way to do that is to talk to Mary herself. I think we got to talk this one out. Not with the elf. I think we might have to have a chat with Mary. Uh, all right. Well, whatever wards you got to set up, I am a free set of hands. But first, we need a rendezvous with our third. Yeah, he'll be safe if he can get back to the bookstore. We should help that along. Uh, yeah, specifically, we are going to go directly to her because I can track people. I get extra moves on use magic, so Ooh. I'm going to use magic. Go ahead and use it, please. Or I could fail. You know, it's coming close to the end of the night. I figured. Let me me help. Actually, yeah, I'll take a help. Yeah, okay. Roll plus cool. Cool. 
You know, oh. we're coming up to the end, near the end of the night, and you have not used any of your luck points yet, either. You know, actually, yeah, uh, this is the kind of thing that I should be good with, so I will make that a 12, and okay. the luck special is that something happening now is related to something you were involved in years ago. I'm not really going to worry about the specials for these characters, is the thing. Uh, oh. Yeah, I'm, I'd like if, if this was like a longer running thing, I definitely would. But um, but as as it is, like I'm I'm just gonna be like, no, it's just it's just free get out of jail free cards. Um, so, but you do still mark experience. But um, I don't know if this is like a house rule or if it's uh the actual rule. But I've always said that if you roll a six or less and use luck to turn into a twelve, it's still you still mark experience for it. So you can still go ahead and still turn that uh, marking experience point for that. Um, so, Johannes, that turns into a seven. Yes. So my the move that I am using is track someone. It's two words. Okay. And my glitch is going to be... How about a problematic side effect? love those. Uh, I love making my own life harder. Problematic. I'm trying to think of a good thing because the, the thing the thing I immediately jumped to would technically be unwelcome uh, attention and that's not what you chose. You chose problematic side effect. I mean, I'll also take immediate unwelcome attention because I think we have the same idea. Okay, yeah. Tell me, does Johannes wear glasses? Mm, no. Okay. You guys are in a car, right? We can be. Yep. We can be. Alright, yeah. Um I, I lease a car. Yeah. So uh you tell you tell Dawn to get out and start walking, and then when you look in the rear view mirror, you see bloody faced, bloody armed contorted limbed uh woman just in the back seat staring oh hey it's our turn do i yes you do you both do we are going to have a chat later hey hey, can't you can't you do that i saw you do it before you can kick him out right I'm referring to the use magic effect banish a spirit or curse from the person, object, or place it inhabits. And yet, just to follow up what I say, we are going to have a talk later, but for now, cast the spell. Okay, go ahead and roll it. Roll plus weird. Oof. It's another Uh three. Ah, it's snake eyes again. Yeah. You know, I've got another luck point for today. Yeah, yeah, that that's one hundred percent fair. <laughs> so, go ahead, mark that experience. That turns into a twelve. Um, Magic works. Yep. Uh, um, without issues. Yep. So, it's it's not even like an impressive uh, visual of what happens. One minute she's there, and the next minute she just like bips out of existence. No sound effect. No nothing. Is just like as if someone changed a channel on a TV and it was the same exact image, but another person... I I wipe my hand across the mirror and she's gone from it. Yep. 
<laughs> Let me get that scuff out, lick your thumb, <laughs> running across the mirror. <sighs> nice move, nice move. Uh, right here. Got it. Alright, and then uh, you guys eventually meet up. Is that what we're going to call it for tonight? Yeah, that's, that should be a good place to call it for tonight. Um, but I think so uh, one last thing I wanted to reference is that we are going back to the bookstore and we will be safe there because one of the other things I got for it is protection spells. My haven is safe from monsters they cannot enter. Yeah, yeah, I, I realized that and I was like, oh, you chose a real good thing for this hunt because <laughs> like you can have mirrors in there all day long. That's just for the record, though. Yeah, no, I, I, I was aware. I looked at that and I was like, okay, that's like the smartest thing you chose. That's like <laughs> one. All right. Um, so usually we do end of session stuff at the end of hunt, but uh, because this is a shorter campaign and I feel like experience points should come out a little bit faster, we're going to do them after every session like you're supposed to. So did we conclude the current mystery? No. No. Uh, did no. we save someone from certain death or worse? No. Maybe? Depends on how long Mary's planning on hanging around. Um, or how fast Mary works. We we tend not to uh, count saving ourselves. Yeah. Uh, we tend to only count saving third parties. Yeah. Because, like, saving yourselves is, like, the easiest yes in the fucking world. Um, Did you not die today? Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get attacked and not get murdered? Yes? Congrats. <laughs> um, okay. Did we learn something new and important about the world? I did a whole bunch of world building. Yeah, a jillion hours mm-hmm. of world building was done. Yep. yep. Uh, and did we learn something new and important about one of the hunters? I'd say yes, you guys are all brand new characters. Yeah. All right, so, so yeah, everybody gets one. Two answers, one experience. Hey, that's exactly enough for me to get an improvement. Cool. Uh, do you know oh, what yes. you're going to take? No, but I'll have it by the start of the next session. All right. Did anybody else level up? I'm double checking to see if I missed any rolls. That one was helped out. No, I'm only at three. Okay. All right. So then, everybody, uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for rejoining us in Baltimore. uh, And thank you for tuning in for a, a bit of world building that we're going to be doing so that way it less is required for the sequel campaign which will be coming eventually i promise but until then uh good night good night, good night everybody In the vast, gray landscape of the Deadlands, millions of miles away from the capital, a ramshackle hut made of rotting wood and rusty nails stands. In this hut, the contorted figure seen in the mirrors appears, forming, slowly at first, but soon gaining speed, from dark, thick blood.
the figure walks to a second one. This one is also female-coded, nude, her hands, triceps, everything below her knees, also dripping with blood. Her skin is ashen pale, covered in sadistic bright red runes, and her eyes black and void, her feet not touching the floor. This new figure is the first to speak. What did you see? Two groups are tracking their child's kills. One is the expected variable. The other could be a problem. There's an explanation, then silence, thick enough to cut with a knife. Eventually, the room-covered woman speaks again. We should tell Lita. We are more than capable of handling. Of course we are, Tracker. But this is something she should be aware of regardless. The one called Tracker makes an annoyed face, but the rune-covered figure ignores it. She starts tracing a cross-shaped rune on her right hip, it glowing an even brighter shade of red as she does so. A third figure forms in a similar way to how Tracker manifested, only this one is taller and thinner than the other two, four arms forming. Soon, the figure stands in all her glory, hands and feet also coated in blood, and four eyes on a bald head, the lower two of which are bleeding. The one called Leader runs her top set of arms across her head as she crosses her lower pair. Dealmaker, you better have a good reason for summoning me. Once again, the situation is explained. Leader frowns and paces, bottom arms still crossed, but now so are the top, a finger rubbing her chin as she thinks. She then turns to the room-covered dealmaker and the contorted tracker. We will use it to our advantage. Tracker, did you get a good look at the man who cast the spell that banished you? Yes, leader. We will call these ravens and give them an anonymous tip that he plans to use dark magic. Surely they will have to investigate him and give us time to hit our other targets. The other two nod and bow giving confirmations that it will be handled. Tracker then leaves by turning into a puddle of blood and soaking into the dirt floor of the hut, ready to continue watching her prey. Leader looks to Dealmaker. Inform Assassin that we will be delaying making our move on the third target for now. We must deal with this situation first, though the ravens have their tracks a bit. She doesn't wait for a confirmation, as she leaves a similar way to Tracker leaving Dealmaker to her task.